Good evening and welcome to the Talking Shop Podcast. My name is Michael. The good-looking guy next to me here is Josh. Josh, how are you? If I was any better, I'd be twins. That's I'll, I will never understand that. We've talked about that before. We won't go <laughs> I should have said, fine, I'm finer than frog hair. Is that better? <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> Mackie, what's up, man? Thanks for joining us tonight. What's up, Mackie? So, before we get into the opening rip, I do want to, and, and Jacob, if you want to pull up some of that time-lapse footage so it could be playing in the background. Card night with this was this past weekend, and it was a blast. It was a it good was a time. Yep. Thanks to everyone that came out and supported it. Uh, if you are viewing our podcast now... Um, in the world's worst resolution. And um, <laughs> anyway, I, I set a, uh, a camera up on the top of a ladder and I let it time lapse the entire evening from four until about whatever it was, nine o'clock. And so a little time-lapse uh, video of everyone coming through. We had about 40 tables, a um, couple no-shows. I'll never figure that out, but uh 40 tables sold um, and a lot of people come through. So, yeah. So before we get into my thoughts about it, if you are a Kenny Pickett fan, it's you're it's required that you be at a trade uh, at a card night or a trade night. This is two times in a row that a huge Kenny Pickett card was was pulled at trade night slash card night. What was what was yep. the first Where one and what was the second one? Well, the first one at the last um, trade night was the Donruss Auto Rookie Phenoms one of one logo, NFL logo shield. Um, the one last night is going to be presented in hits from the shop because it was That's pulled. a teaser, guys. That was well, a professional a teaser. teaser. Stick, stick with us. You'll get to see the one that was pulled uh, by a customer uh, Saturday night in front of us. So It was pretty cool. I had... Uh, again, I brought Piper with me. She outsold me again. She is really making the case for me to start getting smart on Pokemon because it's just, <laughs> it's steady. Like I'll have like little waves of people coming by, but it's just person after person after person comes up to her table and has questions. And then I'm looking up comps for the rest of the evening. Yeah, I talked to I talked to a couple people post show that weren't there, and uh, and I said if you are a Pokemon dealer, come to the next one, and I will advertise that some Pokemon dealers will be there, and we'll have Pokemon traffic. There's no <laughs> oh doubt. Goodness. And so look for that on the next on the next one here, and yeah. maybe a little over a month. Yeah. Um. It, hey, George. Thanks for showing up. It was good seeing you on on uh, Card Night. Uh. Overall impressions, Josh. If you had to give Card Night as as the as the guy behind Card Night, what what sort of grade would you give Card Night the very first time we sort of transitioned from a traditional cra uh, trade night to a, a Card Night where there are some tables and things like that? Yeah, I would. I, I know I'm biased. I would give it an A, um, not an A plus, but I'd give it an A. We've talked to you and I talked about this, and I think this is the general consensus for a card show. It's small and it's a light turnout. Um, for a trade night, 
it's huge enormous yep yeah like it's it's going to be bigger than any stores trade night in in the area so um so you take a huge trade night and morph it into a card show it's going to be a small little card show but as you can see on the video uh there's lots of action going on and yep. uh it's only going to get bigger so um and we need your help out there guys if you are listening to this on the replay uh, on a platform where you can comment uh, or if you're catching this live, let us know how we could make card night better. Not only if you're set up, but if you're coming there, uh, you know, if what would make you, and this is the marketer in me, right? What would make you tell somebody to come to this? And number two, what would make you want to bring somebody to something like this? Because we want to make this good for people that are setting up and then good for the collector uh, to be able to find find some things. The, the one thing that Card Night lacks that a, a card show, one of these established card shows um, has, and this is going to surprise you a little bit, Josh, is dedicated um, dedicated dealers that just do vintage. That's the that's the biggest I think that's the biggest and probably the only weakness of card night right now is these local shows you're going to get some guys that bring just beautiful vintage and I actually had I actually had two or three people asking for like a Nolan Ryan rookie in a low grade I'm like ugh yeah here's a here's a Star Wars galaxy graded card <laughs> that's that's my card from the vault um or yeah, I, I had yeah, or I had somebody asking for like you know trying to complete a nineteen seventy one top set. <laughs> I'm yeah. like I'm I'm lost. But That's, if I'm at one of these established card shows, I can I can with uh with confidence I can say yeah you're gonna find that here. You need to go over there, see that guy, or go see that guy. So that's probably the only the only criticism slash weakness yeah. uh, that I would that, have. I think that just comes with size. It's just a yep. for a card show. It's just a small show. But there was low end, and there was some good, some nice high end. There was some real, real high high end, believe it or not, and a lot of medium end, which is where we like to play and. Yep. Uh, yeah, and, and when we get to card from the vault slash card from the shop, I'm just going to show. I mean, I picked up seven or eight cards. I'm just going to show a few that nice. I picked up. Um, nice. Would you say there are some medium rare cards at, at card night? Is that what you're talking uh, about? Not after 8.30 p.m. there was, and I think you left <laughs> a little early. So. I was I was whooped, and I will uh, oh. admit uh, yes. You stayed up late setting up all the tables by yourself too? No. Oh, wait, that was me. No, I was recovering from a week in Vegas. Remember last week I recorded from this swanky um swanky hotel room in Vegas, the Venetian. Jacob, we, have, we have violin music, Jacob, that we can play for <laughs> Don't you do no, there you go. I would rather have that. No, so my week in Vegas, um, it's a cool place. It's not a place that I don't I, I don't know if I'll go back unless it's for another conference. Not a place to raise a family. I wouldn't go that far. Right, it is a place not a place. Yeah, not a place for me to raise my family. Um, 
But, you know, what was weird is my teammates that I was there with, by Thursday, I got there Monday. By Thursday, I asked all of them, have you been outside? And they're like, no, I haven't been outside at all. And I think that's the way they want it. So it was fun, though. Got to see Peyton Manning on stage. He was one of the keynote speakers. Damar Hamlin was one of the keynote speakers. So it was nice to have a little bit of a sports twist with a tech conference like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go on to talk about um, what's happening in Vegas this week, let me do a quick rundown. We're going to wrap up the opening rip here in just a second. Then we're going to talk about some really cool product coming to the shelves this week in the shop. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about opening day and behind the counter. We're going to answer some listener questions, do card from the vault, hits from the shop, and then I actually have a, a, a somewhat crazy stat of the week. But first, Josh. The Mint Collective, Jacob, if you could pull up just the uh, the Mint Collective uh, webpage, if you have it. If not, I could I could pull it up. And so if you could just scroll to the speakers um, or the topics. Josh, have you ever been to anything like this for the industry? No, I have not. The, the National would be the closest that right. I've been. Right. And at the National, did you partake? in any sort of the panel discussions like as a spectator no uh, just a couple minutes from afar on one but no okay. I, I didn't have enough time to see even all the cards i wanted to see so yeah. i didn't want to pull myself away from that <laughs> i do i do get recaps from it and okay. you know, i'll hear well, some stuff but i haven't heard anything from this yet so it's it's just started it's this week so i, I wanted to ask you uh, if they ever asked you, because I looked and there are actually like breakers and car shop owners that have asked to speak to this or at this. If if you got the email or the phone call, would you go and speak at the Mint Collective? And what would you what sort of message would you want to convey to hmm. people going there? Uh, well, it'll, it'll sound biased, but I promise it's not because it doesn't just concern mine, but support your local card shop. Like if you don't support your local card shop, we can't be around and the game changes a lot, I think. So you're stuck with retail from Walmarts and targets and breakers online that are constantly getting caught doing shady things or, you know, true. Or you, you have a bad run of luck on with breakers and it's no fun either so that would be i mean if i was going to because i'm only five years into this hobby and so um yeah if they were going to listen to me and i was trying to try to sell the crowd on something that would be what it would be support your local card shop wherever you're at um spend that money at the card shop instead of breaking with strangers online you know uh, it's okay if you can do both that's even better but um yeah i mean we couldn't be here if customers didn't shop with us sure. and so that that would be mine i i would love to you know i could probably ask more questions than i could give info about right you know 
everyone wants to know the fanatics coming down the pipeline. What's that all going to look like? How it's going to affect shops? Where are we going to get product and how that's going to be handled? Those are big topics, but uh, yeah, that's what I would talk about. And that's probably because that's what, what is the most important to me. That makes sense. <laughs> Excuse me. That makes sense. So for me, if they were to ask me to speak on anything, it would be what could we do in this hobby to keep it from being regulated? Like, because I think that's where it's headed, unfortunately. Um, and, but, and I think that would be devastating for the hobby. I think part of the reason why, I mean, look how people freaked out when they were like, what do you mean anything over $600 I'm going to get taxed on? And right. so if it comes down the pike that, that this hobby is going to start getting regulated, like breaking is going to be seen as gambling and um, you're going to have to have licenses and you're going to have to have these standards. Some of that's good, right? You just mm -hmm. mentioned it. Like there are some shady characters out there, Yeah. but whatever we need to do as a hobby um, because I, I don't know if self-policing is working anymore. There's just too much money to be made. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever we can do as a hobby to, to keep us from being um, put in the spotlight enough to where there's regulation, I think that would be bad. That's what I would, I would want to speak on that. And yeah. maybe some transparency on print runs. <laughs> That's just me uh, because it's just, I would love to know because I'm a nerd. Couldn't, couldn't that be bad too, though? Because it's like... Uh, Take some of the mystery out? Well, giving someone a number that they don't quite understand. And so they take that number and then run right. their mouth about it in, uneducate, in an uneducated sense. Like yeah. there's 10,000 of those short prints. Well, yeah, out of 10 million, that's not very much, you know. Yeah. So you're right. You're right. Uh, let me catch up on some uh, chats. So Mackie, I'm, I'm, I'm blind and old. That looks like hot sauce. So I'm going to, uh, those are violins. That was when you were talking. I'm going to go with hot sauce. <laughs> um, George, uh, George th thought it was perfect. Can't think of anything. I'd change. Good job. Thank you, George. Uh, and then Mason cards. What's up, man? Hello, Mason. Um, Avery. Avery. Card right. night was great. Picked up some cool stuff. Nice. Yeah. Why we I have agree. I, I enjoyed going around as a customer a lot. <laughs> a lot. All right. Let's move on to, uh, and, and for those of you guys at the Mint Collective, um, you know, if you want Josh and I to speak as content creators at the Mint Collective, we would be happy to just put us in that time slot right after lunch because people are tired and sleepy anyway. Just and we'll and we'll wake them up, right? That's right. That's right. Josh, what's what's headed to the shop this week? Um, this week there's some good product coming this week. So uh, it's only three months behind, but Contenders Football <laughs> is this week. That is Wednesday, right? Yeah, that's Wednesday. Um, another fun one is Court King's Basketball. Um, then on Friday, believe it or not, I'll have National Treasures Racing. 
You can't say I don't try there. So <laughs> I, if I can get anything allocated to me, I grab that stuff. So if you're a National Treasures racing fan, hit me up. I didn't get a lot. It won't last long, and we won't reorder it probably. So, um, and then it's a huge Friday for Pokemon. Um, the Scarlet and Violet set comes out Friday, and we've got a lot of it, and we're going to be very busy selling it that day. So that is, it's on its way to the shop this week. Awesome. So um, just going to pick your brain about it, put you on the spot. I know you love it when I do that. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, um, is that, that's the new one coming out. And but but with these new Pokemon sets, is it is it the same as like sports? You buy one, you rip one, try to pull some stuff out, and then you put one, you tuck it away. I mean, I I, I still don't have my brain wrapped around the Pokemon thing. With Pokemon, I think you want to pull it fast and sell it fast while the prices are high, and then as more of the same hits the market, the prices kind of come back down to earth and then kind of level out. Um, yeah, so there's with Pokemon, it's easier to get hits, but the ceiling is much lower than on the sports card side. Okay. So they do have been doing like these alternate art short printed versions, and those have been there's you know some that are worth hundreds of dollars. Right. Um, so yeah, that's the fun part about that. The price, you know, you're getting an entire let's call it a hobby box, a booster box for 130 bucks, and so you know you're gonna get. Five, you know, seven to ten hits per box is the way they look at it, and so. Okay. Uh, uh, I do want to touch on a couple things. I might pick up a box of that Scarlet and Violet and see if, um, and then watch Piper open it up and then have a better trade night or card night than me next time as well. <laughs> yeah. I do want to show, uh, talk about big league baseball. Now, traditionally, big league baseball has been sort of a, sort of a like a. I don't want to say I throw entry. away. Yeah, entry. there we go. An entry level product. But I'm going to go out and get some of this stuff. Look at what they're throwing in here. Okay. So, yeah. um, cause it's always been a paper product, right? And you could get some hits, but they're going to get some foil in here. Look at this trout card. Yeah. I like, this. I mean, they're really testing the boundaries here, you know, opening act. But the one thing that I wanted to show, and look, you've got the uncommon. I think that's like a, is that a a, a Pokemon term, like uncommon or super rare? Or, or It's more of a, like a Magic the Gathering. There's okay. commons and uncommon. There you so. go. So they've got an uncommon, uh, and that's one per pack. That's a foil card, a blue, a rare blue one per box, super rare foil. One in ninety and legendary, so they're they're throwing because they probably know the skews to a younger crowd. They're using some of the some of the uh, terminology that they're used to in other products. But check this out. Um, where is it? I think I have I have a fun fact about uh, Big League from a couple of years ago. And I mentioned this. So so number one, now, now we have a goal. Josh, we have a goal. There are five cards in Topps Big League that are 
hobby influencers. <laughs> Who are they in this product? I have Jeff Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Aaron Novak from Slab Stocks, Ryan Johnson, Card Collector 2, Stephanie Garcia, Mama Breaks, and Tim McNary, Slab Strong. I think I met Aaron from Slab Stocks at the National. I think he and I were walking into the building at the same time. There you go. Well, he's got a card, and it's a short print. That's hilarious. It's a short print. And I wanted to bring this up. Look, 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 look. They're the social media follow back redemption set checklist. Those guys will follow your social media. I Great mean, come on. How cool is this? I mean, yeah. So if you're not familiar, if you pull one of those cards, you win uh, the right for that player to then follow your social media, which yes. ought to be a big boost, I would assume, to your following. I mean, this trout card, that's going to be. That's going to be a chase, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, Wander would, yeah, there's Vlad Jr. I mean, Julio will be big. This is just big cool. Poppy. Yeah. This is cool. I mean, and if you look at the pricing of this stuff, you know, I don't know if you've got it priced out yet, but it's not going to be an expensive box, guys. What is the, what is that? Do they have a list price like 59 or 69 or is it higher than that? Sometimes or? they have it here. They don't have it here. <laughs> At the top, sometimes they do. Mm. Nope, guess not. But yeah, I think in the past it's been like yeah. 59 or 69. What are they asking? Yeah, for? it says 30, $30.99 by now on eBay. That's 2021, though. Oh, okay, that's 2021. So yeah. ignore I, that, guys. Past, we've had it around 50 bucks, but yeah. if it's going to, if it's it, some of this stuff might pump it up a little bit this week. I think it's super cool. We'll do. I mean, I'll open it online and or uh, record it and, and see what I could pull. But how cool is that? I just this is the type of thing that Fanatics is doing that I think is is good news for the hobby. I for really, sure. do. especially I think, after they get the basketball and football licenses. Could yeah. you imagine? Could you imagine pulling a redemption card for Patrick Mahomes to follow you back? <laughs> that, would, that would be awesome. People would lose their brains. If I remember right, uh, Luis Roberts' first rookie card is a Topps Big League card. It is. Because I I remember that being a chase for that product. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why are we selling the dog crap out of these? (laughs) Because, like, you know, you couldn't. And you'd get an auto in those boxes. It seemed like, you know, every three boxes or so, you'd get an autograph, if I remember right. Yeah. I mean, it's something i'm looking forward to so let me catch up a little bit um mason cards winter trade night um uh, had a got some good stuff thanks for doing it mackie you and me both brother we are yeah. ready the, the, ready for a soccer break the epl soccer prison break didn't happen because either they changed my allocations last minute or i misread something because i thought i was getting three cases and i got one case so we decided just to sell those boxes in the shop. So, but for two but for two forty nine ninety nine, you can have every team in a one box break. <laughs> Not, and we'll open it for you. One box, one person breaks. That sounds like fun. <clears throat> uh, uh, Rob, Robert Knight says I had a great time at Trade Card Night as always. Thank you, Robert, for participating. Yes. Thank you for being there. Um, all right. And then, uh, coming down the road, probably next week, contenders, yeah. basketball, 
limited football and for our producer jacob prism wwe wrestling and josh tonight's monday night raw blah 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 um so stadium club chrome is on the horizon tops big leagues on the horizon contenders basketball limited football wwe prism those are ones these dates seems are bouncing around Mm -hmm. a little bit we were just talking about uh stadium club chrome before we went on the air and uh it was supposed to come out this friday and i think it may get pushed because i don't even have allocations for it yet and so maybe you heard it here first it's not going to come out this friday but Maybe it will. Maybe it will. And I'll get allocated quickly tomorrow and shipped tomorrow. So awesome. But those are Um, all on the horizon and you'll hear us talk more about them soon. Let's jump behind the counter here and talk about the thumbnail for it. We're two players. One, one guy has been in the news just because of his performance in the world baseball classic. The other one I'm biased. I'm a Dansby Swanson guy. It's going to be really weird to see him in a Cubs uniform. Just strange. But, Josh, I know we're both baseball guys. What are you looking forward to the most in in this season? I mean, I've said it, and I'm saying it again. Trout is going to have a big year. Um, But, you know, what's really going to be interesting when it comes to the Angels is – Will the Angels move Otani before the end of the year? Because his contract's up at the end of this year. And if you don't think he's going to re-sign with you, don't you try to unload him to a contender. And if you're a contender late in the season, you're getting a banger of a hitter and a top pitcher in one. Um, They're also saying when his contract is going to get negotiated next year, he could reach a half a billion dollar contract. It's Mahomes' money. Because they're saying, you know, as a as a hitter, he's his value is like a worth a three hundred and fifty million dollar contract, and like as a pitcher, it's like a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract. So when you're getting both, it could potentially reach six hundred million for his next contract, which is insane. That's beyond insane. Yeah. But they wouldn't pay it if they couldn't pay it. And we're yeah. guilty of making them be able to pay it. So so Atani's, Atani's one guy that you're looking at. Is anybody else on your radar as far as either break out or sort of put up or shut up as far as this next season's coming? Um, for sure. Let me think. Um, I'm really anxious because I've said it from day one that I think Tatis is going to be just fine. I'm a proponent of his. And so I'd like to see a nice, strong season from him, keeping his nose clean. We all want to see Wander and Acuna play a full season without injury. Those are, those are good for the hobby. Um, Did you see that Dansby card that got that we pulled for a customer out of gold? label? I I broke two boxes of it. You teased it. I didn't see it. When I pulled this, I immediately thought of you um, because you're a Dansby guy. Here's what the card looks like. I'll I'll show it. it. I mean, it's going to be hard to see on my screen, but. That's nice. And he's in his Braves uniform, right? Yeah, number to 25. Yeah, Derek. Derek. Got it. Wow. Congrats, Derek. You know. Beautiful on card. Hit me up if you're interested in moving that. Um, 
I'll, I will, will not pay Josh money for it, but well, maybe we can work something out. It's um, Eric, have you received that? I think it already shipped out. We... <laughs> no, we haven't shipped it out. Oh, Derek. no. Let's let's put a, let's put the wrong address on that. You know what? Derek is now living at my address. Just ship it over here. Derek, you gotta you gotta apologize to me. I literally have it right here still. Been yeah. a crazy weekend. Give me some grace, but it's that ready is... to go out. But it's it's beautiful. Is it numbered? To twenty five. Oh man. No, seventy five. Sorry. Oh, never mind then. Just kidding. <laughs> Mac yes. is calling for Judge to have a big year again yes. too. So that'll be something if he does it twice yeah. in a year. You know, hits fifty plus. Um, that would be good for the hobby as well. What about you? Who do you get your eye on? So, and you mentioned him with his rookie in big league. Oh um, yeah, I think Luis Robert Robert whatever. Robert. In fact, that whole White Sox lineup. Eloy too, yeah. If they figure it out, look out because they're physically they're probably the most talented team. Physically, yeah. those two now, are. yeah, it's not even close, man. Those got that lineup is nasty. Then I mean, you put that lineup against the Padres lineup now, and it's it's as dangerous, if not more dangerous. But it's just all about staying healthy. I mean, look at Luis Robert. I mean, he's just, you know, he's, it's like Frank Thomas and Bo Jackson had a baby. I mean, yeah. it's, he's just a super, like, out of this world athlete. He just has yep. to stay healthy. And he's got to learn maybe how to hit the off speed a little bit. But, but I'm looking for him uh, to break out. Um, and then some other guys that we've forgotten about because J Rod is so good. What's Chris, that? Chris Bryant. I like I'm ready for him to he's a perennial stud. Yeah. He needs to to have a really good stand Well, I mean, year. it's not like Dansby is alone sitting in that Cubs uniform. I mean, Cody Bellinger has something to prove. I mean, he was what rookie of the year and then MVP. And then there are some guys that are going into like year four or five that because of the recency bias we've forgotten about. But I would not be surprised if, well, yeah, Kyle Tucker definitely. But I don't think he's so good. He's not even under the radar anymore. He's just a darn good baseball player. I I heard today Anthony Volpe, Volpe or whatever got the gets the starting nod at shortstop for the. He's got some big cards in the case of his that probably snuck yep. out of here too cheap, but yep. that'll yep. that'll be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean it's a long look, guys. Baseball is a long season, long, long season. A lot can happen. But, you know, I think with the World Baseball Classic sort of injecting some excitement about baseball, there are a lot of eyes on baseball. I'm excited about it, you know. Um, some other guys that, that I think uh, may um, may have another breakout season or a comeback season there's this kid that pitches for the Braves, Mike Soroka. And yeah. you want to talk just some bad luck. It was like ruptured Achilles. And then, and then something else happened last year. But, but when you see this kid pitch, it's like, Whoa, he's a real deal. And he's going to struggle. The Braves are, the Braves lineup is so good that he's, that he's going to struggle making the starting five. But if he's having trouble staying healthy, 
throw him in the bullpen. Turn him into the next John Smoltz. I don't care. So, yeah, yeah. JP says he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL, Michael. That's how he typed it. Sorry, JP. I should have known that as a Braves fan. <laughs> I just had a customer message just now, um, a card that they pulled from a product from us. They bought on trade night and it's a big one and it'll be shown here in a few minutes when we do hits from the shop. Nice. Nice. Um, all right. Needless to say, we're both excited. And I think we sort of picked winners. I couldn't find the video. I was searching. But who's coming out of the NL? Who's coming out of the AL? Uh, who's winning the World Series? And then MVPs for both leagues. Talk about putting me on the spot. Um, I'll go first. Okay. NL, the Braves are going back to the World Series this year. <whistles> AL, this one's, this one's tough. But I, I, I don't think the Astros are going to repeat. And I'm hoping, and just because I think he's got something to prove, um, and the Rays are always good, I think the Rays are going to go to the World Series. Um, and then they're going to get beat by the Braves. Can you tell them a homer? This is why I don't play fantasy football. <laughs> um, NL, NL MVP. Uh, I think it's going to be Bryce because him and the Phillies are going to give the Braves a hard time the whole year, but they're just not mm-hmm. going to cut it. And the AL MVP, it's tough to pick against Shohei. I wish, I wish I could say, oh yeah, the Angels are going to go back to the playoffs, but you just can't say it. So, but a uh, but uh, Trout and Otani are going to be neck and neck. Uh, it's just Otani is going to have maybe 15 wins and 40 home runs, and you just. You're just not going to see that anywhere else. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Padres. Ooh, love it. It's unpopular, but man, I'm leaning towards Yankees, and I don't like the Yankees doing it. But uh, I also like your Phillies. I think the Phillies are going to be good again. Um, man. I've already. I got to stick with Trout as my as my AL MVP. Um. Hmm. Oh, JP says Acuna. I would love that. Oh yeah. I I just can't. I got to see another. I need to see a full healthy season of him. <laughs> yep. Man. Be fun. Uh, I don't know, man. That's tough. Your Bryce Harper is is. Yeah, uh, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. I don't know. There's too many people that I want, and I'll sound like a homer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind sounding like a homer or an idiot. I, I Unfortunately, I don't, the Astros just are always there, and I hate it, but we'll see. I'll uh, We'll revisit that next week. I'll have a better answer next week. But All right. I'm cool. called, I've called Trout for a couple weeks now, so we'll see what happens there. Awesome. Hey, before we move on to uh, our listener question of the week, I do want to, Jacob, if you could pull up the, the Grand Slam breaks page for me. Oh, yeah. There are a couple breaks 
that uh, we would love to get filled, uh, especially this opening day break. Um, that's a fantastic price. If you look at some of the products that we're breaking open, um, that's a good one. So grab a spot in that. And then another a of, one. A lot of autographs there and the ceiling is high with that Bowman and, um, and finals. And then, uh, just, um, a new break that just got posted today is another football break. That's, uh, Donruss and prison blasters. Ten yeah. of each. 20 so. blasters for $29 a spot. It'll be fun. Awesome. It'll be, it'll be fun. I, I just posted that right before the podcast win. I saw some spots were getting grabbed. So yeah, opening day baseball one, that one will break on opening day. And then the football one will break as soon as it's full. So awesome. We'll, we'll grab a spot. All right. Um, listener question. And we talked about it. Um, on which one we're going to address. And obviously, guys, if you've got a question you want us to answer, drop it in the chat. And if we've got time, we'll answer it tonight. If not, we'll answer it next week. Um, here's the question. My brother um, bought a graded card on eBay where it was evident that the seller tried to hide two major scratches on the slab. Not the card, but on the slab. What should be done and what uh, would that do to the value of the card? Josh, what say you? So I I kind of misread this question. I didn't realize till now the scratches were just on the slab. So my opinion will change a little bit. Okay. Obviously, if it makes it past the authenticator, because, you know, eBay has the system now for a certain value cards, right, uh, that'll... They'll ship it to an authenticator. The authenticator authenticates it, and then it ships to the customer. Some of the issues we're running into that, I know personally this has burnt you once as a seller, um, and it burned us as a seller the other day. We sold a Derrick Henry one-of-one. One, I think it was a laundry tag or Nike logo or or shield, one-of-one one Derrick Henry that had some pretty badly chipped up sides and a couple white corners because it was a, a out of panini black i believe so it's a black card but anyway condition was really rough and so the price reflected condition so it was a good price and um our description said please look carefully at the pictures for condition of card and it made it to the authenticator and the authenticator denied it and said that it didn't match our description so wow. we laughed rolled our eyes and called them idiots because literally we have pictures of all of the edges and corners and the description says please see pictures for the description so they, they kind of take a little rule little rule of uh what what do they call that uh i don't know ruling with a an, an iron fist when that comes down i don't i don't like that part of it so i yeah. say all that to say eBay does protect you a little bit from that. So they may catch some of that. But um, if it were me and I really liked the card and it was just scratched on the slab, I would just resubmit it for re-slabbing. Mm. Um, here's what I would do, though. I would contact the seller and say, look, you were pretty clever with disguising the scratches on the slab. They're pretty bad. Could you refund a partial amount just enough for me to get it re-slabbed right and then we did this recently uh uh this card right here 
nope, different Mbappe. There's a Genesis Mbappe there, but um, a customer bought a high-end Mbappe from us and a good customer. So we offered to, because the slab was all scratched, we offered to send it to PSA. We already sent it, got it back within, you know, two weeks. And so that's a faster process than grading. And so that's a thought. If I loved, loved, loved the card and wanted to keep it, I'd deal with the scratches on the slab, just resubmit it, get it right back from PSA. I'd maybe try to seek a partial refund. And because uh, the seller's going to be like, well, crap, if I don't, they're going to return it. And then I got to go through all this again. So why not give them 20 bucks or something to, to go re-slab it? So that's my thought. Your thought. So um, this is probably not going to be very popular, but for me, if if it's clear, if it's clear that they were trying to get one over on me, I'm returning it. I'm like, look, there's Jacob, no room. Where's the boo? Jacob, is there a yeah. boo button? I'm returning it because there's just no room for that, right? This is what I mean about. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Okay. So <laughs> go ahead and get it out of the system. Um, this is what I mean about us being able to self police to where the hobby doesn't get, so we're not regulated. Fair enough. Right. But if it's an honest mistake, or if it was disclosed, heck, I might be I might be thrilled that they tried to buff out some scratches on the slab. Not on the card, but on the slab. Because you can. There's some products out there that you could buff out scratches on the slab. But if they're trying to get one over on me, I want my money back. There's no room for that in the hobby. Period. That's me. Unless, like I said... That's a card you're dying to get. And you Whoa. got the price that you wanted. I think you go my route. Try to get a little refund just to just to get a brand new case on it. Just a thought. I look, I you know, I'm sitting here in a vacuum that I I'm not looking at like a PSA 10 Don Mattingly Donruss rookie and the guy has buffed out some scratches and I know he tried to get one over on me. I may not send that back. I may go your route, but I would be pissed. Sorry. Excuse my French. I would be mad. Yeah. I'd be mad. I just, at very, just at very minimum, you got it. You got to send the guy a message to let him know that you didn't, you might've got one over on eBay. Yeah. You didn't get one over on me. I know what right. you did. But right. I, I know what you did. Um, you know, I won't Last be buying summer. anything for, from you again. And, you know, so. But that's my take. All right, Josh, let's do a card from the vault. You've got some sweet hits from the vault. I saw them. But let's, let's, let's go to a card from the vault uh, and, uh, and then hits from the vault. And then we'll get everybody else out, out of here. So I just wanted to show a few pickups from Card Night. Um, I've got maybe 10 cards that I don't have here with me. They're in the showcase in the shop that I picked up off customers just for the showcase. Um, and these are cards that they're either for me personally because they're Brady or there's some cards that I just wanted to buy and tuck away for a few years. And so here's what I picked up. I also wanted to go around to multiple tables and buy some stuff to support them for buying a table. So if I could spend 20 bucks at a bunch of different tables, then essentially they got to, to start off in the black. So this is this is cool. Number to 74 out of Elements, a little Mahomes metal. I like it. Um, nice. I picked up a little numbered 
pull number die cut Mahomes. Boom. Our producer needs to make my screen bigger. <laughs> this is a really unique card. Uh, I think I got this from Craig. Thank you, Craig. This is an upper deck die cut Tom Brady. So got a really good deal on that. Thank you, Craig, for showing me that one. Um, the Dragon Scale Brady. I didn't have one of these yet. That'll belong in a SGC slab or something there. Those are numbered to 89. Then a number 249, Meta Mastery Tom Brady. Probably needs to be in an SGC slab. Believe it or not, I don't have a Hollow Heroes Tom Brady. So Oh, that's cool. Maybe I have one, but if I might not. I can't remember, but I like that card. Picked that one up. And these are the these are a few that I'm gonna tuck away for a few years. Not these. These are just some Brady cheap PSA nine slabs. Uh, 09 upper deck and a 13 tops archives. So anytime I can get some like less expensive already slabbed Brady's, I grab those and then check these out. This is you know, these are cards, these are Luca rookies. Just low-end Luca rookies, but they're Luca rookies, and that's nice. a PSA nine out of Threads. Um, another Threads PSA nine, and I really like this one. This is uh, he looks so young in this picture too. It's also out of Threads, but it's PSA ten. Oh, sweet Luca rookie. So Mahomes rookies, Luca rookies. I don't think you can ever go wrong, even though the Mavs are struggling right now. So that was some personal things that I picked up from Card Night. Awesome. I have one. I don't, I never have a stack of them like you do, but I sent this in for grading. This is out of star Wars galaxy. And so it is like the <laughs> Ewok. Jacob, is there a sound effect that goes, Oh, so it's a Mojo refractor. It's a beautiful card in hand and it's numbered out of 50. So Love the fact that I, this came back in a high grade. Uh, I am selling it. I have the refractor in uh, a 10. I'll probably keep the refractor, but. Nice. Um, it's, yes, an Ewok, right? it's an Ewok, right? That's his name is Wicket, Wicket. W. Warwick, the original WWW. So pretty cute. Very cute. All right. Hits from the shop. And then we'll end with crazy stat of the week, Josh. All right. It was fire. I'll give a little narr narrative again. We don't get all the pictures of cards that get pulled by customers from the shop, but uh, here's one that came out of a prism blaster. So I you go get a spot in the blaster break. Maybe we can pull one of these, but these red and black checkerboards are really cool. And a customer hit a Drew Brees today. Thought that was worthy of a picture. Um, also out of Prism Blasters today, these are those uh, black and white kind of negative silvers. Uh, Matt Corral and Carson Strong, a couple quarterbacks. Those are cool. This was a customer bought some boxes the other day and sent us these from home. And so uh, if you can't see, there is a Tatis home field advantage. We had an episode where we talked about that. Um, the Joe Montana auto on the top left is one of the one of one proof cards. Uh, check out the Daryl Strawberry Tops variation out of 2022-2023 Tops. So Daryl Strawberry oh, Auto on the 87 variation. Um, and then that Najee down in the corner came from an H2 box. That's number two. Something really low. Five, maybe, I think. It's really low numbered. Um, 
the Aiden Hutchinson crunch time, and then a couple quarterback autos out of um, Pro Set. So customer sent us those. He was happy with what he had hit. The next one is this was pulled at trade night. This is um, out of Leaf Metal Baseball. That's a Jordan Lawler, but that's I don't have the back uh, on here, but that's a one on one. That's a, he's a real deal too. He's going to be yeah. good. I'm excited to see him play. Um, this is also from Leaf Metal. That is Elijah Green. That also is a one of one. Jeez, that one too. One of one auto. Uh, the next card is out of Obsidian. So we talked about that coming to the shop. That has come to the shop, and a customer pulled that. That's a it's like a number to twenty five, I think, or forty nine. Joe Burrow uh, die cut. We thought it looked really cool. And then the same customer in the same box hit the next card, which is a nice little multicolored patch of Sam Howell. We'll see what happens with him. Uh, you, you've got a racist hat on tonight with the Redskins. So <laughs> I do. I card. do. Uh, we call them the Commanders now. Thank you very much. I love it. Um, next card. This was hit uh, out of Sport Kings, a very unusual. That is a Randy Johnson game-used J off of his jersey. That's cool. The big unit. Uh, in the same box, the next card with a beautiful autograph. You remember old Goose Gossage with the handlebar mustache? Yes. Those were just yeah. funny cards we thought were pretty cool. I think the next card is the big Kenny Pickett we're talking about that was hit at trade night. Look at that. Oh, gold. Mackie, are you watching? That's a gold number to 10 out of Prism. RPA with a little bit of the Steeler diamond. And then a customer texted me during the podcast, no message on Facebook, posted on Facebook. They bought a Donruss blaster before leaving trade night to open at home and hit that. Oh, I love it. Look at the tiger. That's a, a, the big face. That's a beautiful banger of a card. Congratulations to the young man that hit that out of a blaster. I think they bought a couple of hit that so those um, are just some of the hits from the shop so before we go uh and wrap things up with crazy stat of the week just a quick reminder run over to the break page take down a couple spots and some of these breaks they're going to be fun they're going to be quick keep your and local card shop in business absolutely and uh, josh mentioned some of these products there's a high ceiling so you could pull a banger out of there josh before we go Hit us with your crazy stat of it. You know what? Yours is probably going to be better than mine, so I'll start. Mine's pretty good. Mine is not. Okay. Um, But it stood out to me. We talked about uh, Otani. We talked about his effect on baseball here in the States and what he could possibly do to a franchise for a franchise. I saw something crazy, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, in the chat. Um, that 96.4% You're right. of Japan was watching the at-bat where he struck out Trout. Just, I can't get my brain wrapped around that. I mean, you couldn't get, I mean, if, if 94% of people that lived in the Charlotte metro area watched the a field goal at the, at the last minute of a of a Panthers game that would be extraordinary for yeah. an entire country it's probably it's probably 96% of the TVs 
Right. So I mean, not ninety six percent of the people, but right. that's but unbelievable stat. Still, because you got to think that a, a large percentage of the country has a television, right? And that, there's a lot of people in Japan, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a little, it's a teeny little place, but with teeny little people, uh, and I could say that because I am a teeny little people. Um, but it's just the influence this guy has. Yeah. And not only is he liked, I really do think just because of the way he carries himself, he's like beloved. He's like Arnold Palmer playing baseball. That's yeah. that's the vibe I get from him. So Yeah. There's my crazy yeah. stuff. No, you're 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 right. Um and JP needs to keep his little trap shut because he's spoiling <laughs> my <laughs> Delete that last stat so I can actually. <laughs> Here, no, don't delete it. I, I, let me get let me get this for you. JP came delete up. Delete it. That. Delete it, or I'll kick you <laughs> off. Okay. All right. So, mine mine has to do with uh, trout as well. See, I have the actual stat right here. Um, my trout has had three swinging strikes and only twenty four of his career plate appearances he's appeared at the plate 6174 times so he's been up to bat 6174 times has had three strikes swinging 24 times ever out of over 6000 so what otani did i mean the caption starts off by saying if you aren't impressed you should be because mike trout has had three swinging strikes and only 24 of his over 6000 career mlb plate appearances JP will be banned from next week's episode. Yes. Let's kick him out. I'm going to be doing next week's episode by myself <laughs> through OBS and not StreamYard. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, hey, you're going to ruin that StreamYard uh, sponsorship that's thrown our way. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's not coming our way. But anyway. Yep. Josh, great Maybe. seeing you. Jacob, yep. thank you again for producing. And if you've made it this far, like, subscribe, leave a review, let us know how we're doing. I did think I did think of a card that you need to do. If you get chosen as the, the influencer that gets to have a card in the next Tops Big League, it needs to be you shirtless holding a bat like Bo Jackson. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> I, got, I got some work to do. See you guys. Bye. There's some...